you're just uh, joining us, we were speaking to uh, Sergeant Steve Addison from the Vancouver Police Department, talking a little bit about the Hastings Street encampment area. And uh, Sergeant Addison says, well, it's not completely definitive yet, but uh, things are trending in the right direction when it comes to uh, safety and security in and around Hastings. This after, of course, the police moved in on April 5th. Now, in regards to public safety, there's also been the issue of, um, uh, you know, bail conditions and the fact that people come in, get arrested, and then they're out within hours, within days, and they go out and commit more crimes. They just do not fear the law. Joining us now is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Uh, he has been following um, a story today where the BC Prosecution Service has been released uh, has released uh, preliminary stats when it comes to bail and whether or not uh, uh, you know we are keeping some of these individuals in jail longer. Richard, thank you for joining us. My pleasure as always, Josh. Thanks for having me. So uh, the Premier promised uh, to get tougher when it comes to bail bail conditions, Uh, the Attorney General as well. What did the numbers show you today? Yeah, they're not working yet. So we have some preliminary data. It covers a six-week period. It's sort of broken up a little bit. Uh, It looks at November and December and a few uh, weeks as well uh, in uh, February and the beginning of March. Some of the days are before the province issued a directive uh, for Crown prosecutors to ask to keep uh, repeat offenders behind bars uh, until their court date. Some of the dates that we're looking at come after that directive was put in place by the province. There's no substantial data yet that indicates that directive is working. And I'm going to walk through some of the numbers quickly. So I've lumped Mm -hmm. together the cases where it's one file dealt with a violent offense. All of these are violent offense cases, Jazz, so I think that's important to note. But I've lumped in those that have a breach, those that have an outstanding warrant, and those that have a combination of a breach and an outstanding warrant. So that's what we're looking at in terms of the criteria. Uh, And let me walk through with you what we're seeing in terms of the numbers. So Mm -hmm. in the first case of all of those cases over the six-week period, uh, the court system looked at 1,325 bail cases. And in all of those, the Crown sought detention in 516 of those. So in that case, 61% were not kept in court. They were released. The province contends that we have the strictest bail conditions in the country, mm-hmm. but still it would seem like that's an extremely high number. Now, let's look just at the 516 where those were uh, the prosecutors sought to keep someone. Only in 221 of those cases, detention order was granted, which means in 57% of the cases, they were released at that point based on a decision from a judge. And the opposition, BC United, is pointing to the fact that they believe the prosecution service is asking for someone to be kept behind bars in not enough cases. That in violent offenses, they should be asking 100% of the time. It doesn't mean that they're going to get it, but that's how they should be asking. The province is saying, well, the federal bail rules are broken. We need a change to the criminal justice system because there's no way that 57% of those violent offenders, uh, many of them who have shown that they are going to breach bail conditions, there's no way that in these cases those people should be released and put back on the street. So there's a lot of blaming going on here, Jazz, but 
Obviously, these numbers are concerning, considering that these are offenders that largely are known by the system and are accused of of violent crimes. Uh, How real is the fact that um, the provincial government still points the finger at the federal government to reform the country's laws around granting bail? I mean, there is some legitimacy there in regards to the provincial government's argument at the end of the day. Yeah, I think there's legitimacy on both sides here. Both arguments are legitimate. Ground prosecutors could be looking at detention in all of cases and and leave it up to the judge to decide, ultimately. The Crown is trying not to waste the judge's time in many cases where they aren't going to refer cases that they believe uh, don't qualify under the law. So I can see that argument. And then let's talk about the issue of the law. The Mm -hmm. province makes the argument that these bail conditions, these bail laws are outdated and do not uh, have um, public safety uh, as the centre of the decision-making here. And there's validity there, too, that in these cases of violent offenders who are known to the system, uh, the argument from the Attorney General, Nikki Sharma, is that people are being released uh, at far too high a rate on bail. It doesn't mean they're not going to be released once they work their way through the system, but to be released on bail. And we have seen a number of high-profile cases where somebody's released and then they go out and offend again, uh, hurt people, damage property, uh, and that contributes clearly to that feeling that many feel right now in the province that they're just... I don't feel safe in, in some of our downtown courts. At its core, the, the the issue of bail is set by the federal parliament under the criminal code, and only the parliament, the federal parliament, can change that law. So, uh, in Victoria is right, but I, I mean, I don't think the public really cares at the end of the day. I mean, they yeah. view this as a revolving door system, catch yeah. and release, as the as the BC Liberal opposition or BC United opposition uh, now says. I mean, it looks like this is going to take a while before we see the changes, or at least the changes trending in the right direction. It is going to take some time, and based on a statement I received from Justice Minister David Lametti that was sent out to all the media here in Victoria, was that uh, it doesn't look like these changes are coming immediately, and there may be amendments to the criminal code that shore up uh, bail conditions for only the most severe cases. But for some of these uh, violent offenses, it doesn't seem like the changes to the criminal code are coming as quickly uh, as many would like to see. And that includes police, that includes law enforcement, and obviously includes politicians uh, whose uh, jobs are uh, potentially at stake here as uh, there becomes more and more concern from the public around how they are dealing with public safety issues. Richard, thanks for your time. My pleasure as always. Thanks, Josh.